It is August 23rd, in the middle, near the back half of the summer anime season. I am Mary, and of course, Thomas is here too. Thomas, welcome back. Oh, pie. Oh, no. <laughs> Bad. Bad way to start. Where's Mike? Bringing Mike back. Boo. Thomas has been fired from the podcast. Boo, I don't drink weed. I'm not Mike. What? Never mind. I'm back. Weed. I was away. I was giving a talk at a high school cross country camp because I'm world famous and they asked me to do those things. <laughs> <laughs> I was the guest speaker for Running Works. So they tweeted about me and they gave me $300. So go them. Woo-hoo. I gave a talk and then I did questions for 20 minutes and then I played Gaga with the kids. Gaga? Yeah. What is it? Oh, it's like a summer camp game. It's this, you're in like this weird hexagon thing, and there's walls up to like your knees, and there's like a kickball kind of thing, and you basically hit the ball with your hands, and you try to hit people in the ankles with the ball and knock them out. And last man standing wins. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's like a big summer camp game. I'll take your word for it. Cool. Yeah. I only played it once like five years ago, but then I played with the kids because they wanted me to play. So, and some kid gave me a Snickers bar, so shout out to that guy. And a couple of the kids wanted me to play Steam games with them, so I've been playing uh, some PUBG with those guys. Oh, that's the high school great. Good kids. for you. Making for you. The last time you were on, you were like, I don't want to be friends with high schoolers. And now... You're playing games with high schoolies. I like playing games with people. It's boring playing games by yourself. That's true. Yeah. So that's what I did last week. This past weekend, what did I do? What did I do, Another Mary? thing. Another thing you say every episode. I did something, didn't I? Um... Sunday, we had people over at the house. Dad's friends came. But what did I do on Saturday? I don't know. I, okay. <laughs> I know I watched Boku no Hero in the morning. Priorities. Oh, Regan came over, and we watched the League of Legends games. We watched okay. the playoff games. So I did that. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a, um, an anime-ish week. Um, Whoa, I her. on Monday, on Monday, I started watching an anime called Kaleidostar, oh. um, which I always wanted to watch. Like when we first were getting into anime and I would go on this brand new website called YouTube and I would look up anime, I would always see videos for Kaleidostar and it's about like these acrobats in a circus, just like flying around and like putting on these shows. And I just always thought it looked amazing and I never got a chance to watch it. So Monday I was bored at work. It's dubbed on VRV. I was like, let's watch Kaleidostar. So, in three days, I am on episode 44 of 52, because you just string by them, and it is pretty bad. What? (laughs) It's bad? It's pretty bad. Well, you have to think. It's an English dub that came out in 2003. Why did you watch 60 episodes of it, then? Well, because I always wanted to watch it, so I, I like, yeah, literally, since I, was an a- since I was an anime fan, I wanted to watch this show, so I kind of just feel like I gotta, I have, like, 15 episodes left, I'm gonna finish it tomorrow. I mean, at this point, you might as well, but... Yeah, it's not, it's, it's almost too bad to watch. Oh my god. Almost. But, I can, if I was 11, watching this in 2007, I think I would have really liked it. But I'm 23 watching it in 2017. So there's a bit of a disconnect there. But, yeah. I've, I watched a lot of anime in the past couple days. 
It's just so weird. I didn't. It's like this girl. She comes from Japan to Cape May, California, to be on the Kaleido stage, which is this giant like trapeze thing. And then all this stuff happens, and it's wind up like we have to save the circus. And then season two happens, and it's just it's just there's this one guy with a really heavy French accent, and um, every time they say the protagonist's name, they pronounce it differently. She has a horrible voice, a really cute pet otter, but a horrible voice. Or is it a seal? It's a seal. It's interesting. But yeah. All right. That's Doesn't sound all that interesting. Sorry. Oh, and, and this weekend I watched um, The Moment You Fall in Love, which is part two of the Honeyworks Vocaloid movie series. Oh, God. The first one was better. It was okay. In other news... A silent voice passed Chinese censorship, so it can be played in China. I didn't, I didn't know they had censorship like that. It's kind of interesting. Oh, but, and, and on Saturday, my friend, this is this matches, this goes with it. My friend is taking sign language because she wants to be an interpreter. And she was visiting me while my apartment was getting painted. So I was like, how about we watch Silent Voice? I think you'll really like it. It's about a deaf girl with sign language. I read the manga, so it's not a big deal, like, spoiler-wise. We watched it for a half hour, and she said, I'm bored, let's stop. Wow, what a bitch. So we, and I was just, like, sitting there, like, this is actually, like, really good. Have you seen the movie? No, that was my first time seeing a part of it. So what? I've seen the I've seen the first half hour of a silent voice because I want to see it in theaters. Yo, this bitch sucks. I'd get a new friend. Oh man, you should fire her. Does she listen to the podcast? No. Tell her to listen to this episode. <laughs> well, she didn't say she was bored, but she was like on her phone, and you can't be on your phone watching something in Japanese. So I was like, dude, you're bored. Let's stop. And she didn't say no. Do you watch, do you watch, or not, sorry, not you, does she watch anime? She watched, um, she came to me, not really, she came with me to see Your Name, she watched Your Lie in April, and, um, a couple Ghibli movies, but that's about it. Wow. Well, I feel bad for her. (laughs) (laughs) Her life is weak. Right. Well, how about we get back moving since you were gone last week, let's get back into our nice little happy routine with the weeklies. Wait, I did one more thing. Oh, you did one more thing? Yeah, I read all of Inland Saga this past week. Oh, you finished it? Yeah, I caught all up. I caught all oh, up. Oh, it's yeah, still that works. going? Yeah, yeah, it's monthly. Good? Oh, it's so good. Good. The, uh, the drawings are sick. It's actually pretty amazing i like it way more than i thought i was highly recommend it y'all should watch it read it yeah oh yeah 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 that's it that's that's the word i was looking for okay sometimes words don't work in my mouth it's episode 22 i think people have noticed yeah i would hope so but anyway let's just move on talk about our weeklies Let's just jump into the big one of Boku no Hero and chit-chat about whatever happened in this episode. We've got that race, Deku epic failed, but y'all little kids are like, yo, he fast as fuck now. And they correct. Cause now, Who are you and what <laughs> have you done with my brother? <laughs> I'm taking a different approach, okay? <laughs> Fine. All right, so Deku races. He does pretty well, but he falls like an idiot. But everyone's like, yo, this kid's actually really good now. We got to watch out for him. And then there's Bakugo, like, kill. He's always pissy. And everyone made fun of his hair, which was good. But then we got the big reveal of the past, which I didn't think was too amazing. They basically said there's some really big evil dude who's still alive, who is in charge of the evil group. Oh, and then there's the one thing that he didn't actually, uh, he didn't say. All Might was like, I need to tell him something really important. And then he doesn't tell him. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm like dying soon or something. So, I mean, All Might is going to die. It's like, it's like, uh, how do I compare this to? 
like Kamina dying for Simone. Like it kind of needed to happen for Simone to rise up. Oh my god, that's such a big spoiler if you didn't watch Gurren Logan. I was just thinking like well, what? it's been out for eleven years. You haven't seen it. I mean, screw you. It, but this is like the same thing. Like <laughs> All Might has to die in order for um, Deku to really like emerge and become great and stop living in the shadow of All Might, even though he's still in high school. But I think that's inevitable, and they're kind of like speeding that up. He's like, oh, I have to tell him that I'm going to die eventually. But he That's doesn't. not going to go well. I mean, he's not going to tell him, and then he's going to be like on his deathbed, and Deku's going to be like, Nani the fuck? He'd be like, oh. <laughs> and then he says it like, I'm going to die, and he's like, no shit, man. You're dead. Remember what I told you when I gave you my powers? Eat this. <laughs> that was funny. Um, this episode was like, everyone says like, oh, Boku no Hero Academia is really, really inspired by American comics, by American superheroes. And Actually? I didn't, who says that? Um, I see it online a lot. Like, it's like a superhero story. Like, this is the origin story, and then we're going to get into, like, the be- the beef of it. But um, I didn't really feel that way until this episode. This episode felt like an American... Like, I felt like I was watching an Avengers movie with this explanation. Like, the way it was being described and, like, just, like, the story of it. Like, the gangster that wants to, like, take over the world with the brother and they fight. It was very... No, I don't want to say it was very American, but it was very stereotypical superhero, which I'm fine with. It was just the first time I felt... If that is even an influence, because you know the internet, you never really know the internet. I actually felt that influence for the first time in this episode. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I... uh, I want to think about my words, I guess. I haven't read any American comics, really, and I've, like, seen the Avengers movie, like, the first one or two, but... I mean, all those movies are exactly the same, right? There's some villain from a long time ago that's emerged. And I guess it's kind of like that in that sense, but I don't, I don't think I've really watched or read enough American comics to compare it to. But it doesn't. Right. I, I guess it wasn't the first thing I thought of. And it wasn't okay. a thing I thought of. But Yeah, I was kind of bored in the episode. Like, it was interesting, but I wasn't like, whoa, whoa. I was like, okay, like... Taking notes. Cool. We yeah. got this. And of course his name is all for one. Like, kill me. Yeah, I, that was kind of whatever. Maybe it sounds better in, oh no, in Japanese it's still all for one. Never mind. We, yeah, we watched it in Japanese. <laughs> right. Um, I, one thing in terms of like it not being a super exciting episode. I mean, not every episode can be super exciting. We got to have right, like right. those those plateaus and then those peaks to make the peaks actually look good. So I'm not like super upset with the episode. I just wish, I don't know. It was just like a little more. We didn't really get all that much. We got Deku like fucking up in the race. And then that conversation, which really didn't tell us all that much. If you think about it, all it did was tell us. Yeah. All it told us is that there's some evil guy out there that it's the guy that hurt all might. That guy's still alive. And we know the hist- history of all, or one for all. But that history isn't even all that interesting. It started with someone that he that he got the power from, this main guy. And it's just passed down in order to like defeat this main villain. And Deku is the one to do it. It's okay. I'm not like super in love with it, but it's whatever. I don't want to spend too much time harping on it. Okay, yeah. Um, I just... I. Having an episode so focused, I mean, you had to have this episode. This episode needed to exist to know what the hell was going on with everything. Mm. But with episodes like this, I'm like, we have such a cool cast of all these characters. Why are we just focusing on, like, these guys? But they're the main cast. So um, it's just me being a dum-dum. We need more of Deku's mom. Best girl. Deku's mom. Moving on. Shall we jump into Sude Dude Children? Because I'm having an issue right now that I really need to talk to you about. Oh my god, what could you possibly have an issue with? It's funny. So, I was talking to Mo, 
Our Mo? Mo. Oh my god, no, we're not. T- I already spoke about this with Mo. I don't want to talk about Do you Mo's think opinion. it's trash? It's funny. Mo, Mo can listen to this. I didn't tell him this last night. His opinion doesn't actually make sense. He watches what it and goes, mean? this is garbage. And then when I bring up the different romantic groups, he just says, oh yeah, that was funny. Oh yeah, that was funny. He's like, it's cute, but it's trash. But what is, it's so baseless when you say it's trash, well, but you thing. don't back it up. You can enjoy something that's trash. Like, Fastest Finger First is, like, almost trash, although it was good this week. Um, there are things that are trash, but I, like, genuinely think that Sude Dure Children is a good show. Like, it's not like, oh, it's trash, but I love it. It's not like watching Umaru-chan and saying it's amazing when I mean, you know it's trash. I don't think but it's I amazing. Genu- it's just, I wouldn't even say it's I trash. I would just say it's it's funny. Just because it's funny and stupid doesn't mean it's trash. Trash means that execution is done really poorly, and there are things about it that are literal trash, that are just not done well. Sora and Dury Children, I think, does a great job at what it's trying to do. It's a, rom- it's a high school rom-com, and it takes these small stories, and it does a really good job of it. I don't think it's trash at all. Okay, because I was like having a no offense to Mo. I love offense you, Mo. Offense to Mo. I love no, you, Mo. No, no offense to Mo. <laughs> yeah, but I um, love Mo too, so it's fine. He told me this yesterday, and I was like having a crisis. I was like, I genuinely do not think this show is trash. Like, I couldn't even see where he was coming from because I just think it's so funny because the comedy couple was killing it again this episode, and he kisses her nose. Oh my and god! It's so funny. I want to do a comedy skit with my next girlfriend. I have to find her somewhere i don't know where to find her but my next girlfriend <laughs> i want to just do random comedy skits or whatever the hell they do it's so funny it's i could so do funny. i could get behind doing improv <laughs> the um the only negative for this episode well it's kind of like i guess that skit for me is the only positive of this episode i felt like the other three skits were just like okay um the monotone people, not the monotone people, love the monotone people. Awkward couple. The, like, the awkward couple, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't funny, but it doesn't have to be. It was still fine, but I was just like, whatever. I don't really like Thomas's favorite couple. Oh, pie! Um, <laughs> the guy who just like, can I squeeze your boobs? Can I squeeze your boobs? Not really a fan. And then what was even the last one? Oh, the, the, the I can't stop brother. twinkling. Ne- Nekozawa-senpai. What? Like, He's nothing like Nekozawa. Well, no, because Nekozawa-senpai, before he jumps out the window, he mumbles, I'm an older princely big brother. I'm an older princely big brother. So that's what I think of. The Wait, princely big brother. who's Nekozawa? He's the guy from Orin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that episode with him and his sister. What? That dude's like I, super depressing that's and shit. That's what it is. I'm a handsome princely big brother. I'm a handsome princely big brother. That's what he like. That's his mantra. And if you look at that character... He's like a handsome, princely big brother. What? Anyway, Not I, at I, all. Get my, <laughs> I get my reference. He is, I can't stop twinkling. He also is, <laughs> I can't, I cannot stop twinkling. He's that, it's super like Shakespearean romantic comedy. And it's fucking hilarious. I think it's super yeah. funny. Um, for the awkward couple, I thought it was fine. They're like awkward. And they asked to like cuddle. That's I don't know who asked yeah, like, to cuddle. Woo. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's weird, but they're only fifteen you know what or we sixteen. Should do so. at the end of the season, we should like rank our top like three couples or pick our best couple and like like individually and see what happens. Like talk about it. Uh okay. Sh- shipping wars. Shipping Sorry. wars. We can do that. I'm down. Okay, cool. Somebody, if we forget, remind us. Yes. Thanks. Um, is that all of them from this episode? Yeah, that was all the that was all the skits. Cool. Then let's talk about Koi to Uso because I didn't really like this episode. Okay, Thomas, do not disrespect the parfait by eating it first. Uh, you always eat the parfait last. Oh my god. Okay. I'm going to do, like, a 30-second rant about this episode, and then you can go, Mary. So, basically what happened in this episode was absolutely nothing. Nothing fucking happened. 
he Nechimo has a conversation with his friend, which does what hap- What did they talk about? He convinces him to be Juliet in the play, and like that's it. I don't care about that. He and his dad is shows up and he's happy his son has a friend and like nothing important like no plot it's just like weird character development that doesn't actually go anywhere then we flip it okay go go they had that like sort of um what am i trying to say that metaphor when he's like romeo and juliet just want to be together but they're star-crossed just like the way we're living our lives now and that sort of metaphor like nisaka is best girl and he's kind of just like his feelings are deepening for this jackass i don't know why anybody likes nejima what he's not a jackass that was that metaphor I thought was constructed really well when they're talking on the steps. And he's like, you need to play Juliet and represent all those who are trying to fight against the system. And I was just like, it's way in your face metaphor. But for a show like this, I can appreciate it. So I thought that scene was very well done. But um, I do agree with you that nothing happened really in this episode. Yeah. What is love? I love you, but what, I don't know what that is. What that I didn't. Uh, that was also stupid. It's okay. This is like my problem with your line, April. This episode was literally all metaphor that didn't drive anything. Like, so out of that conversation, maybe the metaphor was like kind of clever or whatever with Nisaka and Nejima. But what happened? Nothing. I mean, nothing's different from the start to the end of the episode. Then we flip it. This this episode is two conversations. We have conversation with Nisaka, and then we have conversation with Takasaki, or whatever the hell her name is. Takashaki. Taka something. <laughs> Romeo. She's Romeo. So Romeo and Nejima talk, and what do they do? They just talk about how they love each other, and she's like, I don't just love you. I'm fucking obsessed with you. And... That's great, but that doesn't change anything. Like, nothing happened. And The thing that gets me is that they're saying, I love you, but what is love? It's like you just devalue, invalidated all your feelings. I don't get the point of it. Like, why? What does it mean? It doesn't have meaning or anything. They just don't know what to do. It's basically it. That scene is like... Hey, we like each other, but you have an assigned wife who, like, you may already be in love with, which he probably is, but he's probably in love with both of them and doesn't know what to do, which is, like, not a reason to hate the dude, but it's whatever. But at the end of the day, nothing's actually happening here. They're having a conversation. They're hugging. The animation looks great, but... It's so good. But nothing... There's no... The plot hasn't moved and this is only what 11 or 12 episodes yeah yeah what how is this gonna end it's gonna end with nothing nothing's gonna happen yeah we need an ending this is an anime that could be really really good which is why i'm so critical of it like this first episode the first couple episodes were really good and the plot's interesting but it's crunch time we gotta move the story and this episode didn't move the story an inch and i'm frustrated with that yeah I was what when she's describing how he, she feels about him and how he was she was watching him. I was like, okay. And then they're both like at the end, what is love? I'm like, they need to realize that they're not actually in love with each other. That they just have a crush. It's a, it's a childhood obsession. It's not an actual emotional relationship. I don't know. It's like a Maybe weird, needy sort of thing. I don't know. They're not acting. They don't know what to they, they literally don't know what to do. If it was love, they would know it. But they're asking, what is love? What is this I'm feeling? Like I don't, I don't know- agree with that at all. It's hard to... Love is arbitrary, you know? I mean, it's I whatever so. it is. Just because you're in love doesn't mean you're the love doctor, Mary. Whoa. What? What? <laughs> Say it. it. Say you don't love him. No, who are you? <laughs> Moving on. Next anime. Episodes are better with Fa- me. <laughs> Fast, fastest finger for... We actually got a good amount of views on the last episode, by the way. Sans Thomas. Um, anyway. 
Fastest Finger First is the thing about Fastest Finger First that it's a good show when it does what the fuck it's supposed to do. When they do Quiz Bowl, it's a good show. When they don't do Quiz Bowl, it's not good. And the last three weeks, they haven't done Quiz Bowl. And now it's good again. Well, define good. It's better again because they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. I like this episode. I like trying to guess. I like seeing the strategies. I like the characters figuring it out. Sasajima Senpai is a second year, and he looks like a 40-year-old man. And he's beast at Quiz Bowl. I couldn't believe it. He's not even a third year. He's a he's sixteen and he's like seven feet tall and so old. I'm yeah. I he's a funny character. I like it. I thought this episode was good. Um, it was. Yeah, it's just interesting. This is like the ultimate like anime. I'm gonna give a seven. It's good. I don't love it. I'd be like, yo, you should watch this because this is decent. But I'm never going to say, wow, this is actually really awesome or anything. It's just good. And I enjoy watching yeah. it. And, uh, oh, I thought, um, oh, what's his name? What's the main character's name? Koshiyama. Koshiyama. I wanted him Yay. to get through on the paper quiz, but he didn't. Yeah, I kind of thought he would f- pull through. I was surprised that Mikuriya, the arrival, didn't score higher. Yeah, he, he only got 10th. I guess he is what a, a freshman, so that does make sense. But there were first years that were higher than him. Oh, really? Maybe he's better at the buzzing. Maybe. Yeah. But anyway, I don't want to talk a lot about this. Do we have anything else? Did yeah. we watch? Um, I mean, I have bored. Oh, Gamers. Oh my god. Again. What you it think? It was so funny. Oh, it was I thought it was funny. Um it was all set up. I kind of fast forward through some of the like crazy like, Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But I thought he 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 asks her out. And she and says it, yes. It was, <laughs> it was kind of like episode 2 where it was funny but there was this emotional thing. Like this he's like how do I get this girl to like me? He keeps failing at the uh the dating sim. It's not working out. He's like I'm saying all the right things, I'm being nice to her, and then he's like, wait, what if instead of being nice to her, I'm being nice to everyone? And she falls in love, in the game, she falls in love with him through his kindness towards her and everyone else. So when he starts accepting, like, his friends and taking their advice, he has the courage to go and ask her out. So I kind of thought that that whole thematic thing was really well done. The, the comedy was pretty funny too but just going back to like the deeper theme we had with the whole love thing in episode two this is the first time i saw like a glimpse of that again and she said yes and (laughs) she said yes and the whole school loses their minds i know poor aguri i feel so bad for her she's in the worst situation but the thing oh now she's in a good situation why don't these fucking kids talk to each other? Because then that wouldn't be funny. It's your boyfriend. Why don't you go up to him and be like, what were you doing with Hoshi no Mori-san? And he's be like, oh, I'm trying to get her to date what the Amano. And then she'd be like, oh, okay. It's just like, god damn, speak. speak. Nah, this, this is way funnier. This is like freaking Skigakure all over again. No one's fucking talking to each other. No, Skigakure sucked because nothing actually happened in the anime. <laughs> it's not that they didn't speak. They just didn't actually do anything. But yeah, everyone so. thought that anime was so amazing. But whatever. This, uh, this episode was fine, I guess. It was really funny. But I want them to play more games and do more game stuff. Because it's called Gamers. I didn't watch it for it to be a rom-com. I want to see them play, like, Persona and shit. Yes. I'm on my new Game Plus. It's awesome. Yeah. Play more game ooze. Play more game ooze. That's my request. But it's funny. Uh, give me um, 45 seconds about Boruto. Okay. Oh, I'm supposed to be watching. John told me to watch because they're doing the... Um, yeah. The, Sasuke was um, in this episode. Was... What? Sasuke was in this episode. Oh my god, Thomas. He is in the air and he yells, um, Katon, go kake, you know jutsu, like the fireballs technique. And I was oh, like, he still does I, that. Haven't, 
I haven't heard him say that in such a long time. And I was just like filled with such joy. But this arc is so good. Um, it's good. I can't say anything because I want you to. Yeah, watch John it, told obviously. me to watch this arc. I'll probably watch this arc. I just got to actually, well, watch yeah. it. I watched not- the first episode of it. I watched when um, Serato and uh, uh, the fat girl left Cho-cho. the village. Yeah, they left the village. I think. Yeah, that's that's exactly where you needed to start. She's an idiot. Yeah. Oh, I'll just go find my dad. Oh, where is he? Uh, somewhere in the world. What? And she finds well, him by in two episodes. Stupid. Stupid. Um, <laughs> it's it's. I love. It. Did you watch the ending? The ending sequence. Of uh, what? This past episode. Yeah, the episode you watched. Uh, the credits. I probably did. I don't remember. I watched it it's with John. It's so good. I love that ending so much. It's just like every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, I just love it. But um, yeah, this episode was good. It's going right with the manga. I'm super pumped. The animation's great. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but go Boruto because Boruto's not in it. Go Boruto because Boruto's not in it. Yeah, I'm going to watch this. I just actually have to do it. Hopefully by next, yeah. I'll make it my goal by next week to catch up because I need something okay. to watch this week anyway. Since I finished uh, Vinland Saga, so I need you another only, project. You only have like one or two episodes after this, and it um it airs Wednesday morning. So, oh okay, sweet. Yeah, I watch it before I go to work. Nice. But um yeah, I dropped Hell Girl, so that's it. Oh, burn. <laughs> Sad. Mary's hopes and dreams crushed. But um, we have a really good topic to get to today, so I want to get to that. Do you want to do the opening now or go straight to the topic? No, uh, let's do the topic because I, I did a lot of prep for this. Okay. Um, uh, it was your idea, so you can introduce it, bro. Sure. So our special topic of the week is... Is anime getting worse? I feel like we've been doing a lot of negative stuff. I mean, the question is worded negatively. We could easily say, is anime getting better? But I felt like if we worded it negatively, it kind of fits the feel a little more. And you can kind of go into the discussion a different way. So, is anime worse? So, I could obviously... Oh, what? I was going to ask if I could go first because I know you have more to say, so I just want to get my points out to see if they match yours. Uh, sure, go for it. Sorry, you sound sad. Do you want to go first? No, I don't care. Okay. Do it. So, there are two different ways you can look at this. Is anime getting worse? Animation-wise, is anime getting worse? No. No. It looks great. It looks better than it has ever before. Um, even, like, the trashy anime look great. Even, like, anime that, like, you don't even, like, that don't make any sense. They all look, most anime now look amazing, mm-hmm. so that's good. Gabriel so Dropout looks good. Just, exactly. So if you're just watching anime, like, you'll watch an anime no matter what, anime isn't getting worse, it's getting better. If you're just like, I like watching anime, I'm just going to pick five random new series and just watch them. Anime's not getting worse. The quality of anime is getting better. Um, Plot-wise, character-wise, thematically-wise, is anime getting better? Huh. I like to think of Hmm. anime... Anime kind of goes with the trends of what's popular in recent years. So, like, right now we're going through a, a theme of, like, get transported to another world or I'm in high school and I'm in love or like a superpower sort of thing. So, um, there are a lot of similar trends have been lasting for a long time. I feel like longer than most trends have lasted. So if you like those trends, then this is a great time to be alive in anime. If you're like, I loved Sword Art Online and Log Horizon, you love Ray Zero. You love my cell phone in another world. (laughs) You love all these anime because they are being pitched to you. If, um, but also you could say some of the anime because they're just kind of like, can, 
what's the word? Not a convention belt. Um, surveyor belt, right? Convention. You know, I don't like, wait. I don't have no idea what you're the saying. The belt that, like, in production, you make stuff, and each person puts a part on, and it just goes. Oh, okay. Surveyor belt. Yeah, they're just like whipping all these pretty much identical anime out, and there's not a lot of like subtext and depth of them so if you're into these trends it's fine if you're like if you want something more from an anime that like actually like kind of hits you on a certain level or you're just not into these trends that are going on right now anime is getting worse for this time like i have the last anime i like really really got into that like hit me as something new and different was erased yeah that was uh 2016 yeah, sort of Boku no Hero, Kids Navier also got me, except the end was really bad, but Kids Navier was also a new sort of, like, interesting anime that really gripped me for a while. But a lot of these animes, it's just to make it's just to make money with the trends that are going now, and if you don't like the trends, anime's getting worse. It's all moe girl trash. Woo! Um, boobs. It's all so you oh, can buy... Yeah, watch the anime, buy the figure, buy the poster, buy the body pillow. It kind of goes that way. But if you're into that, the animation's great, so anime's getting better. If you're kind of going, if you want to dig a little deeper in your anime and you want something that isn't so, I don't want to say shallow, for the people who do like their stuff. <laughs> opie! Um, if you want more than the opie, I guess, anime is getting worse. Opie! All right. Okay. Uh- Captain Opie. Opie Taicho, your turn. Every time I say Opie, I just think of the uh, One Punch Man episode where he goes grocery shopping in his Opie t-shirt. You can buy that shirt at Hot Topic. (laughs) It's so funny. I never knew what Opie was until I saw that. It's literally just, imagine a t-shirt that just said boobs and it had like two like half circles and like nipple dots. Parko Fulgore from Zatchbell would sing Opie Opie and squeeze tennis balls in Zatchbell. I mean, that's weird. It's so weird. You didn't know what Opie was? And in the Japanese, they were actually like breast balls. But in America, they changed it to tennis balls. I, I just remember Victorine, the douche shaped as a V. Berry Melon. Berry Melon. Yeah, he was the Berry Melon guy. That was a funny anime. I read it all. It was really good. Read or really watch good. Zatch Bell. But anyway, you took a very um, subjective approach to your topic, Mary. Mm-hmm. I went the opposite end. I'm going by hardcore data. I oh, you mo- did research. I did more of an analytical approach. So, oh, awesome. I'm interested. So take this for what you mean. So I took the top 50 anime on my anime list rated. And I have an Excel spreadsheet, and I sorted them by years. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I used to, I like doing research projects in college. So, um, yeah, I didn't mind doing this. But um, So I didn't include stuff that's airing right now. So there were one or two of those. I didn't include multiple seasons. So I didn't put seven Gintamas on here. True. So I, I put Good. one Haikyuu one Gintama, but if things were, like, in very different time blocks, I did add both of them, so um, Mushishi Season 1 came out in, like, 2006, and then Mushishi Season 2 came out in, like, 2014. So I made those separate. So I selectively picked a couple. I ended up stretching out to, like, looking at 80-some anime, but I only have 50 on the chart. It's not really a chart, it's just an Excel sheet. But I broke it up by pre-1990, 1990 to 1999, and then for each individual year. This so, is beautiful. This is You haven't even told me anything yet, and I'm, like, amazed. <laughs> yeah, I'm a smart person. I do stuff like this. I'm also up $40 investing into Litecoin, which is a cryptocurrency right now, on my $250 investment. But anyway. Oh, my God. Your reputation just went down. Down. No it's way. There's down. so much money in cryptocurrency. You're so wrong. Do your research. Uh-oh. Anyway, so I have 50 here, and I'm going to hit you with some numbers. We've got okay. pre-1990, uh, in, ranked in the top 50, were two. 1990 to, 1990, or 1990 to 1999 had three. 
2001, 1, 2001. That's kind of confusing. Basically, 2000, 2001 had a combination of two of them. Okay. 2002, 2003 had zero in the top 50. Wow. And then 2004 had two, 2005 had one, 2006 had four. Not surprising. It was the current login year. 2007 had one. Oh, one thing I should note. Uh, if anime went on for like longer periods of time, uh, I took it from the first year. So One Piece is in 1999. Oh, wow. Okay. And some stuff like that. Mm. Sorry, I took a drink of water. 2007 had one, 2008 had four, 2009 had five, 2010 had three, 2011 has two, 2012, five, 2013, two, 2014, six, 2015, five, 2016, two, 2017 has two. So obviously- 2014 had six? So, okay, so there's obviously going to be some recency bias in this. So the numbers in later years are going to be naturally a little higher because- Excuse me, but um, people do have a recency bias when it comes to rating this stuff. So right, right. take it with a grain of salt. But the important thing is that people t- didn't rate the anime from ni- before 1990. Basically anything in the 90s, people don't think is as good as now, which is fair. And a lot of the stuff that was in the 90s it, that's rated there is all Miyazaki movies. So people don't have Cowboy Bebop rated that highly, Lupin the Third. And I think that's fair because when you com- – or Dragon Ball Z, like if you compare it to the stuff now, I mean there's so many things now that are way better. Like the animation, the stories are better. Um, and a lot of the stuff that's from now like evolved because of that earlier stuff. So I'm not that surprised. So it's – that's whatever. I think that makes sense. Do you, would you agree with that assumption, Mary? I mean – I, I agree with it based on the numbers, but I disagree be, because I don't think, for me personally, I don't think anime is getting better. I'm not as interested as in as many titles as I used to be. I mean, so, wait, wait, wait. No, no. I'm only talking about pre-2000 right now. It's way better since pre-2000. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I mean, Cowboy it's also, though, you have to think with pre-2000, you have the huge factor of nostalgia. Like, when like, you think back on something, like, thinking back, if you watched Cowboy Bebop when it was airing on TV in, like, 1997, you're going to remember that and have, like, a heightened memory of it and maybe have a biased opinion on it back from, like, you know, the simpler times and blah, blah, blah. When I watched it in 2011, 2012, I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah, obviously. Not great. But so that's, and that's just, why it's not rated as highly. Like, I'm sure if... We took, like, Cowboy Bebop was, like, the best anime of the 90s. That, Dragon Ball Z, Yu Hakusho. But a lot of those aren't on this list because, well, I have a major point that I'm going to get to. But I'm going to save it for the end, which kind of encompasses that. But if we look at stuff from, like, 2004 to now, so what's that? That's 13 years. I mean, the numbers are kind of up and down all over the place. It's... Two one four one four five three two five two six five two two. What were the What were the titles in two thousand fourteen? I didn't write down all the titles. It would take me a really long oh. time. But two thousand fourteen okay. was. Um, I think Haikyuu started then. Uh, I can pull it up and kind of go through some of them now. Oh no, it's okay. I'll just talk while I I pull it up, but. What we're looking at here, we're having some recency buys, but really the numbers are kind of all over the place. Like 2006 has four and 2008 has four, 2009 has five. I mean, that's, that's more than 20, that's more than 2016. That's equal to 2015. It's better than 2013. Like honestly, anime probably isn't getting worse. People, I think it's getting, it's probably stagnant. I think every year you're gonna have some anime that people really like and you're gonna have some anime or you're you're, some years you're gonna have anime that people don't like as much and i don't think it's getting any better or worse to say in terms of like Mm -hmm. the best anime um but it's also i don't think this is like the best way to look at it too i think this 
kind of idea to look at it also has uh has some problems. Oh, I'm wrong. Haikyuu was uh, 2015. So 2014, we've got... Uh, Shigatsuwa Kimino Uso, which is your line April. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mushishi's second season I had in there. Um, was The Boy and the Beast 2014? No. it's uh, That wasn't that good, though. <laughs> it's rated in the top 50 or so. Wow. Um, sorry, let me flip through this a little quicker. Haikyuu no, was okay. 2014. Cool. Uh, oh, that, oh, Ping Pong, the animation. Oh, right. Oh, man. I have to watch that, I guess. Um, uh, uh, 2014, it's right? A, it's okay. We can post it later. Uh, Parasite. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, oh, what? I only saw four of them. Why do I have six? Maybe I included something else and I missed it. But, I don't know, there was stuff. And I think it's very much on a year-to-year basis, this question. Like, some years you're going to have a lot, some years you're not. Okay, I just kind of feel like, in, like, in my own personal experience, I'm just not interested in as many of the anime titles that are coming out. Maybe it's because, not the, maybe it's because it's not getting, maybe it's not because it's getting worse. Maybe it's because it's directed, targeted at an audience that I'm not a part of. But, like, I think Gabriel Dropout and Umari Chan is, like, scum of the earth, and I would never watch it. And, I mean, they're not rated that highly. No one's saying those are really good. But well, those are the type of titles that are coming out more frequently. Not That's not necessarily true. So, look at the way you're watching anime the last, like, the last eight years. You've been watching all the best anime that has ever happened. Now you're at the point where you've seen... All the best anime, right? Look at the top 10. Here's the top 10 anime. Awari Monogatari second season, which should not count. I have no <laughs> idea. It hasn't even fucking come out yet. And the anime's trash. But Kimi no Nawa, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, Gintama, Steins Gate, Hunter Hunter, Ginga Ayu Densetsu, which is um, Legend of the Galactic, Koen Okatachi, Clanad, Haikyuu, Code Geass. I mean, you've seen almost all those anime, or you've yeah. watched some of them. So, you so through your whole life, you've been watching all the best anime that have been out. Like you watched Roroni Kenshin, you watched all the great anime movies, you watched Haruhi Suzumiya, like all the stuff people said was good. Now you're watching stuff every season, and every season you're not gonna have your nine, you're not gonna have a nine out of ten or a ten out of ten every season, right? And this goes to my big point, is that when we compare anime, when we watch something new, when I'm sitting there watching Koei no, not Koei no Katachi, I'm sitting there, I'm watching Koita Uso, I'm comparing it to the best romantic anime I've seen. And that's how we compare anime. So Thomas is comparing it to Toradora. I'm comparing it to Toradora, that's 100% right. <laughs> I'm comparing it to Toradora. And you're comparing it to whatever. And that's how we approach things like when you eat a steak you compare it to the best steak you had like the work you don't compare it to the average steak you had you say well this is this is pretty good you don't say it's amazing because it's better than the average steak you say it's pretty good because it's better than the average steak if it was amazing it would be one of the best steaks you ever had and that's true with anime too you're going to compare everything to the best and Every year, when you're watching those, um, those seasonal anime, you may have one that's amazing. You may have your Erased or your Parasite that you think is such a great anime. But there are going to be some seasons you don't. So you're not watching... We're not watching as many really, really highly acclaimed anime right now. Because we're watching the ones that come out weekly. And we've seen all the ones that are really highly acclaimed. Or we know about them to some degree. So, is anime getting worse? No. It's probably about staying the same. But, by the way we are now watching anime, it seems like they're getting worse because we're watching less really high-quality anime. I respect your opinion. I, I understand what you mean by, like, 
watching a shonen and automatically saying comparing it to Roni Kenshin. Even if you're not like actively doing it, that's the standard you hold for it. And we were just lucky enough to grow up in a period where we were watching a lot of great anime. So I feel you. I do, though, also feel like there is a bit of a decline in content on certain levels, which is where I think with the trends and just wanting things to be popular comes in. But sure. I understand. Of course. I feel like somewhere in the middle of what we both said, there is good. There is an actual thing. But uh, I mean, I think we can both be right to a certain degree. <laughs> like, yeah. you're going to have your, your trends, right? You call it trends. I'll, cons- I'll call it off years. Like 2010, 2011 has three and two in the top 50. By 2016, 2017, granted 2017, there's obviously some recency bias there. Has 2016 has two, and 2017 has two. So, and 2017 isn't done yet. So, people are going to rank, probably 2017, 2016, excuse me, are going to have the same, are going to have very similar numbers to 2010 and 2011. And... You would probably say that's probably around, like, the height of anime. We were in high school, and we were watching a lot of really good stuff. So, you're not wrong, but there's... I don't disagree with you, but there's definitely... They're off years. There are going to be times where the anime aren't as highly acclaimed. And that's just because that's what happens. It's That's numbers. You're not... It's not like every season there's one amazing anime. It's random. One season you might get three. Then you might not have one for like four seasons, you know? So. Right. Okay. Yeah, no. I understand. I think that was awesome of you to really dig into it like that. So good job. Yeah, I feel like having actual numbers and data can support opinions much better when it comes to this. Because you can kind of just say, I think it's better or worse because... I like this stuff now, or I don't like this stuff now. I feel like having numbers right. kind of backs it a little more. But I was very surprised um, when you read the numbers. I thought they were going to read differently. but What did you think they were going to read? I thought there was going to be a trend downward. No, there's there's so much recency bias. I keep saying that, but there really yeah, is. Yeah, no, you're, I didn't even think of that until you said it. So you're you're, you're spot on, man. Yeah, like, honestly, like, is One Punch Man, like, the 35th best anime ever? No. No. I mean, people really like it, and it's good, but I don't think so. Like, is Bakuman third season that good? I mean, that came out in 2012, but it's when those older anime are really high up there. But when, I don't know, what's one that, I'm trying to find one that came out recently. Oh, Assassination Classroom. Like, right. it was 2016. Like, it's good. I've read a lot of Assassination Classroom, but it's not that good. JoJo's, well, JoJo's might actually be. Because yeah. people actually like JoJo's. But, I don't know, just a, an interesting way to look at the question, I don't. I think. I don't think... This is, like, the best possible way. I think there's, like, you come up with so many problems with looking at it from this way. But it's just one. I did this in, like, 30 minutes just to have a little something for it. We spent a lot of time on this, by the way. We spent, like, 15 or 20 minutes. Um, And, of course, my anime list is not the best thing to judge it on because it's all fan opinions. It's not based on, like, sales or anything. But just having something to bounce the ideas off of was a good boundary. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you could say like people who watch Cowboy Bebop originally probably aren't on my anime list and stuff like that. So yeah, maybe so, if you uh, actually polled humans, um, like you'd have more '90s or in the early 2000s anime. But I digress. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's go to our opening of the week because should we? Because we're we're really far in. Do we want to just go to, just skip an opening? I'd rather skip the random anime review because we're going to eventually run out, so... Okay, so let's do the opening. Let's do the opening. I'm... Okay. So... We are doing... Oh, Mary's saying it. I am. We are doing... Because I think I watched this anime before you. I watched it before you. Did I recommend it to you? No, I watched it and told you to watch it. No. Yeah. I don't... I'm pretty sure. Because I... When did you watch it? I don't know, like a year after it came out. 
I watched it like. Okay. Yeah, I watched it a year after it came out, and I watched it. I said, "Yo, you should watch this," because I remember literally just starting it out of nowhere. Okay, because I watched it senior year of college. I watched the dub. Oh yeah, no, I watched it way before my senior. So you must have. Okay, well. I really, really enjoy the show. We are doing the opening to Suisei no Gargantua, Gargantua of the Virtuous Planet. Um, it's on Netflix, English and Japanese. Check it out. It's um, one of those animes that really like has a lot of... It's interesting to watch, but it has a lot of interesting like commentary on sentience and assimilation into different societies, and it really was just pushing all the right buttons for me. Um... Do I have the stats for the opening like I usually do? Nope. This description is in Portuguese, so I can't read it. <laughs> what? Why? I don't. I don't know. I just clicked the video with the opening. Um, oh. But it's a minute and a half long. In case you guys want to know. Um, oh wait! I just realized. So I could actually play some of the song and have it on the this recording because I'm using OBS. Right, but do we really want to do that? Because I don't really like the song. I have a lot of negative things to say about this opening, and I'm sad about that because I love the anime. Well, Wait. love. I really enjoyed the anime. Okay, well, people might have heard a, a half a second of it because I want to play it while I talk about it You can it a play bit. it. Okay, uh, you go first then and play it. No, I'm not actually going to play the song. I'm oh, a tease okay. just to keep it consistent. Slash, I don't know how much of the song we can have for copyright reasons or whatever. So, uh, okay. True, true, true. Yeah. So anyway, if you don't know what this is, anime is about, I'll give you a, a one sentence synopsis. This anime is about some space guy in a <clears throat> Gurren Logan type mech who is fighting evil creatures, but ends up in a black hole. It ends up on earth, which is now covered in water. He ends up on a boat with people who they have kind of electricity. So he has a giant mech. They have electricity. So obviously there are some differences there. And it's about him assimilating with this culture and some other things. And there's a cute girl in it. So the opening. So obviously it's great. Yeah. So it's pretty good. It's kind of your coming of age story kind of thing, I would say. So... The opening kind of, the main goal of the opening, I would say, is to show you all the characters. There are a lot of characters. So, it kind of takes you through the giant boat that they're on. This is no dinghy. This is more of like a cruise ship. And it kind of takes you through all the different characters on the boat. It has nice transitions. It kind of portrays them in a way that you kind of understand what they do, what their role on the ship is, if they're in charge, if they're a grunt, and that kind of stuff. Also displays the main character who, as like kind of a loner because he doesn't speak their language and he's from like Jupiter in like <laughs> some random ass like dimension, dimension C-137 perhaps. And I think this opening is really fun. The song's really great. I don't think it does much more than really show off the characters. It's not, like, really exciting. It doesn't really get me pumped to watch the anime, but it's really fun. The song's enjoyable. You kind of see a lot of the bow. The animation looks really nice. And it does accomplish its goal of kind of giving you a feel for the show and the characters. Okay. I agree with you that um, it really shows off the world. It does a really good job at world building with the boat really boat showing building. the environment. The boat building. And um, also the animation's great because animation's getting nothing but better. Uh, my issue with this opening is that it's very happy and carefree and like, look at us on this big boat. Yay, adventures. I mean, it's kind of like, like that, I, the anime, a little bit. I was going to say, I wouldn't necessarily call this like a happy-go-lucky sort of anime. I don't think so either, but a lot of it is them like doing fun stuff. I mean, everyone on the boat wears fucking bikinis. I know, but, like, there's the... The main character is very serious, and it takes him a very long time, more than halfway through the episode, to kind of, like, melt off that exterior and unwind in Gargantia. And, um, it's just... I mean, it's colorful, it's great. It's great for an opening to pique interest. I just don't think it reflects the anime that well. Like, there are no... I, I don't know. 
they don't really show off the big like Gundam thing who's like actually a main character in this. They yes, the Gundam really, is like, a character. He has like emotions and stuff. Yeah, he ha- he has a sentient sort of being. Um they don't even show off the main character that much, the guy. It's all the cute girls in bikinis. Oh pie. Oh pie, literally <laughs> oh pie. Like the main character is barely in this opening and he has sort of a very not like a dark past, but he works through a lot of things in this anime. And I'm not saying that the well I am saying the anime should be the anime opening should not necessarily be darker, but like it shouldn't be this. I feel yeah. like this is a false representation of what you're getting into. I don't agree. I think it actually does a pretty good job representing kind of the the feeling on the boat. I mean, these people literally live on a cruise ship their whole lives, and they grow livestock and plants on it. This thing's fucking massive. But the people are literally stranded on a boat, and they're in good spirits. It's not like this is a depressing place or anything. And there are moments where, obviously, there is stuff that's depressing, like, well, I don't want to get into it, but there there are darker moments of the but show. But there's a lot of tension in the show between the villagers and him and then the, the whole, like, and this is just like, let's fly around and go to the market and explore underwater. And I'm like, the re- I guess what I'm, my issue with it is that the reasons why I like the show, I like the tension. I like the sort of disjointedness of the cultures and stuff. I guess... The thing, my favorite things about the show aren't reflected in the opening, and maybe that's just my problem with it. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I think the song kind of reflects... It's so stupid. No. I <laughs> like the song. I think it re- reflects the the world pretty well. It's usually very bright there. The main girl is a very happy person. There's a lot... Of, I mean, it ends happy. It, there's... There's plenty of happy in this show. This show yeah, isn't I, depressing in the slightest. Like I feel bad. The viewers are probably like they are describing two totally different animes. Mary, right this now. Show, this anime, nothing like negative happens in this anime. Like there, there is like strife and tension, but there's that in every show. I mean, if there was no point of conflict, it would be Emoto Umaru-chan and Gabriel Dropout, yeah, right? where there's no point of conflict. But there is point of conflict, but it's, uh, I don't know, it's not overshadowing, like, the happiness. It's not like it's dark and gloomy all the time. We're not watching Death Note. We're watching right. Gargantua on the Verdurous Planet. I should rewatch it again. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. This anime is still really good, though. And oh, I, I really, this was, I mentioned this on surprising, an anime that you watched that was surprisingly good. I brought this one up. I think it's great. Yes, um, I'd probably give this a B. I really like the song. I think that being solid. C. And you give it a B? No, I gave it a C. Oh, I thought you said B. C. This opening's good. Hop off. I mean, it's it's an oh, it's a generic opening. We're bringing in Mike for next week. No, generic but, openings yeah. don't actually Thomas do and anything. Mike need to do one. I would listen to that every day if you two did a podcast together. A C is at the point where I'm not liking all that much. Like I give the Spice and Wolf openings a C because they're not interesting at all. They're like gloomy and depressing, and they show some people and the wolf girl and him walk around, <clears throat> and it's not interesting. This has stuff. And See, it's fun. I like the Spice and Wolf openings better than this. What? Those openings suck. <laughs> the endings are really cute, though. It's pictures of them together eating apples. But the we're not talking Spice about Spice and Wolf, though. Oh. Why? Okay. We can do Spice and Wolf another time, because that anime is great. And y'all should watch it. Y'all should watch this one, too. Yeah, watch Suisei no Gansha as well. So, I think on that note... We're going to wrap up this episode because we are over an hour and we don't want to suck up your whole life listening to us talk about gibberish anime opai stuff. Oh, oh man. I was about to say something and then you snuck in that last opai at the end and it just totally flew out the window. But, um... 
but yeah, we're really, really, really happy that you guys listen. Um, we've been really getting some consistent viewing numbers, as in like around 50. And we're just happy that there are maybe 30, 40 people that are interested in what we have to say. And we hope you guys enjoy it because we're really happy bringing it to you. Yeah. Honestly, when we started doing this, I didn't think we'd have any viewers or listeners, whatever you want to call it. But it's cool having people actually listen to it and um, enjoy it to a certain degree. I mean, if they didn't enjoy it, they probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't keep watching or listening. So thanks for that. It's really fun to do. So on that note, Mary is going to wrap it up with uh, oh. something. Yes, I am. Like a beautiful present on Christmas, I am wrapping up this episode, episode 22 of Anime Double Play. We are once again so, so happy you could join us, and we hope you have a great week. We hope it's a great week in anime, and we will see you or hear you or you will hear us. You will hear us (laughs) next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.